0: Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Toddcast, the Teacher Podcast, an informative podcast that explores a variety of teaching and educational experiences while still offering insights into improving and upskilling teachers. Join your host, Todd Broadbent, as he explores the wide and varied lives of educators from every sector, exploring fundamental concepts that are pivotal to good teaching while also discussing the lighter side of the educational sector. Welcome to The Toddcast, The Teacher Podcast. For the 13th episode and the 1st of 2022 of The Toddcast, The Teacher Podcast, I've been lucky enough to interview Sarah from Peven and Sarah. Sarah has many years of teaching experience in various settings. However, Sarah and her husband, Manny, now run a highly successful business in Peven and Sarah. Using their teaching experience to guide their creative endeavours, they have produced a gigantic range of engaging and educational resources and videos which are used across many classrooms in Australia. Throughout this episode, Sarah will be sharing her teaching journey, what is Peven and Sarah, how Peven and Sarah came about, and why singing and dancing is so important in education and so much more. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, Sarah, welcome to the podcast for season two.
1: Hey, Todd, thank you so much for having me today.
0: Yeah, it's great to have you on for the first episode of 2022. I must Woo-hoo. say, I, yeah, very exciting. I must say, I get to see you pretty much every day in my classroom. So it's, <laughs> it's great to have a chat to you today
1: a little bit sick of my head and a little bit sick of my face and my voice. Sorry about that.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's, uh, you make my job a lot easier. So it's uh, very uh-huh. great to have you on. And if anyone who doesn't know, Sarah is part of Heaven and Sarah, which we'll have a little bit more of a chat about after a couple of questions I'm going to ask you in a second as well. So we'll have a bit more of a chat uh, a little bit later on about that. So I look forward to talking about Heaven and Sarah because it's one of my favourite, favourite resources. Oh, thanks, to- Todd. <laughs> So before we get into it, do you have a little Mm -hmm. highlight of the day?
1: Highlight of the day is obviously being on this podcast, because it is one of the greatest podcasts I've actually ever heard. So number one, that is my highlight for today. But then I I had that planned in my head. But then I also got a call from my little sister today, who uh, has gone to set up her very first classroom. So she was a graduate teacher, and she's teaching prep this year. And so, you know, I just was flashed back to, you know, being a a graduate, and she's like so excited, and it just reinvigorated my excitement. So that that was pretty cool. Cool to see her doing that as well.
0: Yeah, so exciting. It's always great when you uh, get your first class and you're getting organised and get to make your room how you want it Absolutely. to be. Absolutely. Yeah, that very yep. exciting.
1: So Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, so good. And I'll have to pay you later for giving me a little bit of a pump up there as well. Thanks. <laughs>
1: <that>. <laughs> Checks in the mail.
0: <laughs> so, going back to when you were a student, what were you like as a student?
1: I was a square. Like, I never did the wrong thing ever, like I was um, pretty keen to please. (laughs) Um, There was a little patch like during year nine where I did this like little tiny rebel phase where uh, I, I was just, we had to get our diaries signed every week and I was just against the principle of the thing and so I got a bunch of detentions then just for not getting my diary signed by my mum and dad I was just you know i rebelled and you know against the courts for a bit but other than that I was uh I was a music nerd I did all the right things um yeah I think I was I think I was a pretty good student
0: <laughs> yeah love it fantastic mm-hmm. and do you have a favorite moment from school
1: favorite moment from school oh look I'm not going to tell you my life story but when I was in high school I actually started as a percussionist and a drummer right And so I was in a band as a drummer I wasn't very good I only really just started anyway the lead the lead guy in our band he didn't like the trumpet player and he wanted to kick him out but our teacher's like you can't do that so if we're going to do this properly we're going to re-audition the whole band so it's even and fair right and he's like yeah yeah cool awesome re the band I'm not very good at drums, so and this guy from Mount Gambia came and took the drum roll I was like now I'm out of the band and the teacher's like well you could audition on vocals because you don't have a vocalist I was like I don't know how to and then I did a little audition and then became a singer in a band and then from there like that's where my kind of life started so that's a pretty sort of you know pinnacle moment in my schooling career yeah oh and side note the one who asked to re-audition the band didn't get in at all like and got kicked out so like Uh anyway Life story, sorry, Tony. Yeah,
0: no, that's a great I love that moment. That's kind of how it's all kind of come together what it is now. It it's has. Lovely. Yes. That's awesome. Right. So Sarah, can you tell me about yourself, how long you've been teaching for, and what you're currently doing?
1: About myself. Okay, so in a nutshell, I got a music degree first. And then you quickly realized you can't do anything with a music degree. No, I'm kidding. Um, And then I became a um, ES support, like a, sorry, educational support. I did the training for that. And look, I... I, not your cliche, I wanted to be a teacher from when I was a little girl, it just really wasn't on my radar, but I was in those caring professions, I used to be an aged carer, um, I did the ES stuff, and I was very much uh, loving working with kids, so then I kind of fell into, well, you're an ES, why don't you just, you know, step up a level, you're in the classroom, and then I got my teaching degree, and so then I taught uh, prep mostly for years, and then I became a classroom music teacher after that, um, oh, skip back to when I was an instrumental teacher for many, many years as well, Um And then sort of side hustle of Pevin and Sarah went full time and that's kind of gone full circle and now that's where I am now so yeah it's been a, it's been a long time. (laughs) Don't make me feel old.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And do you feel like all those different experiences kind of helped you to where you've got to now.
1: Oh, completely. And uh, Manny and I have this chat all the time. We're like, oh, imagine if we had have created Pevin and Sarah when we were 21 and like we'd be so far ahead of the game. But like if we hadn't had our teaching experience and we hadn't had our music degree and we hadn't had that experience with kids, none of it would have come about. And so really, I mean, it sounds cliche, but everything we've been through had to happen for us to get to where we are now. So, yeah, that's how it works, I guess.
0: Yeah excellent comment there and what was the reason you kind of thought oh I want to be a teacher and give that a bit of a go? Well
1: when I was so I so when you come out with a music degree a lot of a lot of uh, people go into sort of teaching instrumental music which I actually didn't like that much teaching a bunch of year 12s who I was not much older than and they were definitely all taller than me and I didn't have any teaching skills I didn't enjoy that part so then I became the ES so I did my training you know soul to the earth our ES stuff is that what you call them? Yep. yes yeah your yep. Yep. your age you teach your aids mm-hmm. and then i just got hooked on the classroom and that age group and i was working in a special needs class as well which just made it like even even better, and so then it uh back then when I did it, I got to do a dip ed, which is just one year on top of my degree, and I also got to teach at the same time. It was this. Uh, it doesn't exist anymore. I think it's like this kind of like loophole thing because I was kind of experienced in that special needs classroom. I got to teach and study uni at the same time. Wouldn't recommend it to anyone. That was the most craziest year of my life. Uh, but yeah, so that's how it all sort of came about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. I love, and then that's been the great thing about this podcast. You hear everyone's story and they're all different and you've had a different way of coming into it as well there. So no, fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And throughout your schooling, did you have any teachers that inspired you if, when you were a teacher or when you were a student? Do you have any anyone that inspired you?
1: When I saw this question, I automatically went back to when I was a kid because I had two that very, you know, everyone can usually talk about one. I had two that really stood out. My prep teacher, Mrs. McCready, Uh, was the biggest inspiration. She told me that I, if I wanted to, could be the first Prime Minister of Australia. Look, I'm going to be honest, Julia pipped me to the post there, so I didn't quite make that one. But, you know, Mrs. McCready believed in me. And then when I was in high school, it was a music teacher called Mr. Hammond, who we actually, we butted heads big time because we met when I was going through my year nine, you know, feral stage but he stuck with me and he sort of yeah really great inspiration um as a musician so yeah there were two major ones that stood out for me
0: yeah excellent I think the importance of believing they put a lot of trust into you and and encourage (laughs) you to do what you were doing it uh it does stick in your mind doesn't it
1: yeah, well, here's the one who said, oh, well, if you're not in on drums, why don't you try singing? And I was like, well, that's a stupid idea. But then, it, it, you know, it was him. So thanks, Mr. Hammond.
0: Yeah, you just got to have someone that believes in you and it can uh, go a long way. That's for sure.
1: Certainly can.
0: So let's have a bit more of a chat about Pevan and Sarah. As I said, it's <laughs> one of my favourite things to use. I use oh. it every day in my classroom. I don't know what oh. I could do without Thank it. God
1: oh that's really nice
0: no you guys do an outstanding job I think as as you saw and some people would know I uh dressed up as you not that long ago for oh,
1: that was the greatest thing I think that has ever ever happened to us I, I think I told you we were away with my family at that time we we're on a holiday and the photo popped up and I was like, oh, hold 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 yours because everyone needs to see this. and they're like who is that I was it's Todd and Bridie, and they're dressed up as Peven and Sarah, and it is the greatest thing. And your dress was amazing, and, and I was just uh, the best, biggest honor ever. Thank you. Uh,
0: we had an absolute ball, and we were very excited. We had it all ready to go, and then we went into remote learning, so we had to wait like a little bit extra longer to be able to do it. And our preps just thought it was amazing, they were so excited. So
1: that's awesome, you that was
0: great. <laughs> but, um, what was the reason um that you guys decided to get Pevin and Sarah going?
1: Yeah, look, we we kind of fell into it. So, like I said, uh, we came out with music degrees and then we were new teachers and I kind of, I was putting this prep grade with a lot of additional needs. And so they related really well to music. It was, I was using the doolies and like other, other artists. And I I was after some really specific uh, tools for teaching uh, specific areas of their learning, and so I went home one night and and said to Manny, "Look, we I need to write a song." And we ended up writing "Stop Look and Listen," and it was about ringing the bell and putting your hands up and listening when the teacher's talking. And by the end of the year, we had seventeen songs. We weren't Pevin and Sarah; we'd just written these songs for the classroom. And then we were like, "Well, maybe we should do something with this." And then, um, yeah, there's a there's a story about how about Peven came about, and then, but yeah, so we ended up releasing albums, and then it just kind of snowed From there. So, yeah, we're pretty lucky.
0: Yeah. And do you want to share the reason how heaven came about?
1: I'm, I'm not sure if I've told you this before. So I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself. So Pevin so uh, when I first started teaching, I had a cuddle buddy in my classroom um, and he was a pillow pet. Do you remember pillow pets? And they used to turn into a pillow and a pet. I just got it from Kmart. It was 10 bucks and it was a tiger. And so I was going to send this home each week on a Friday and the kids were going to write a little diary and take photos. You know how it goes, the send home buddy. And we wanted to name this tiger. And I said, does anyone got any names? Anyway, this little girl who had not said boo all year, like, barely spoke, put up her hand and said, Pevin. And I was like, oh, do you mean Kevin? She's like, no, Pevin. And I was like, Okay. Never heard that. I'll just write it on the board because you said something. Hallelujah. And it was really exciting. So anyway, we had this cuddle buddy, Pevan. And then, so when we were deciding that we wanted a character, because I didn't want to be on stage by myself, I was like, what about the tiger? And then, yeah, so that's how Peven's name came out, which is actually really convenient because there are no other Pevens, And so our Google SEO is like amazing. We're always top of the list.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's what you want. (laughs) Excellent. And I guess if anyone doesn't know about Pevan and Sarah, do you want to give a brief rundown about what you guys are trying to do?
1: Yeah, sure. Look, we, I'm Sarah and I'm singing dance with a giant tiger named Pevan and we are creating educational music and resources uh, for our website to hopefully act as tools in the classroom to bring sort of positive memories um, that teachers can sort of call on. We like to call ourselves like the bait because, you know, we're not teaching, you know, teachers how to suck eggs. They are amazing Uh, teachers and educators, we just wanted to provide like a little bit of engagement, perhaps there's a subject that's a little bit dry or a little bit tricky to teach. And so we've created these sort of lovable characters to hopefully aid the teacher in really hooking in those kids into what the subject is next. So lots of videos, music and printable resources as well.
0: Yeah, fantastic. And as you said, it's it's an awesome hook. As I said, I use it every day. It might be the good morning videos or it might be some letter and sound stuff. It might be some numeracy topic that we're looking at. And as you said, you've got amazing resources, which I know we use heaps of your resources. We've printed them and laminated them. We use them every day. As I said, I couldn't pump you guys up enough. It's, uh, as I said, one of my (laughs) favourite resources. Best thing I've done since going into prep, that's for sure.
1: Oh, thanks, Todd.
0: (laughs) So when you both decided, uh, you and Manny, to go full-time into Pevin and Sarah, were you a little bit mm-hmm. nervous about the outcome? Because you were teaching and kind of doing it a bit on the side oh. and then you went full-time. Were you both a bit nervous about how that was going to go? <laughs>
1: heck yes. And we still are every day. Like we're kind of pinching ourselves a little bit and waiting for it to all just blow up in our faces. But like, like you said, we, the first step we did was go part-time. So when I left the, the prep classroom, I was able to be the, inst- uh, sorry, the classroom music teacher, which went down to three days. So then we do three days of teaching and then the four days of Pevin and Sarah. And we balanced that for a while, but like, sometimes you just sort of i know it was a bit of a leap of faith we weren't we couldn't put the time in and we knew it had potential and so then i think last year we just we just took a dive and now we're doing it full time and we it was it was a close call with the pandemic like obviously that everyone got hit by that so hard and a lot of our a lot of our colleagues in the in the arts industry were hit so hard with that and we kind of feel a bit guilty that we were able to do what we do but uh it's almost like our videos came out at the perfect time and then we just knuckled down and spent our time trying to help the teachers as best we could with stuff that was going to I mean I did a year of remote learning too like I, I know I can I can sympathize there so um but that's what we did when we took a dive. Yeah
0: fantastic so how do you feel about being able to provide so much happiness and enjoyment in in the classrooms that have signed up to Pevan and Sarah?
1: Oh, look, it, it's really nice to hear people say that because we, we get a glimpse of it when lovely people like yourself say things like that, or when you and Bridie will post something about it, but like at the end of the day, we are in our little stingy studio and we don't get to see a lot of it and so all we do is sit at our computers and watch the graphs getting higher so we know the videos are being watched. And so look, if we could be flies on the wall, we'd just love to be there and see how the kids relate. So really we just get our messaging from like friends or teachers who are like, oh, hey, I played this video today and this worked really well. And, um, and so, yeah, it's, it's been really great that feedback that we're getting because we can now actually create for our audience because you guys are so amazing that you go, you know, that worked or this didn't or whatever it is and we can sort of shape what we're doing. So I, I'd love to see it in action more but um, I am really grateful that, um, yeah, people seem to be enjoying it.
0: Yeah, and I think the great thing about you guys is that you actually do send out feedback and ask for suggestions and ideas and how we could do this. And I know you guys mm. a lot on your Facebook and your Instagram, and it's really easy to contact you guys. You always get back. So I think it's great that you take on the feedback of what, what people are asking and suggesting and all that kind of thing. I think that's wonderful.
1: Yeah, it's certainly a tricky feat though, because that consistency across Australia is, is not happening. We've got different fonts at every state, and like we write on the solid line or the dotted line or the ah. So, it's we try to be as open as we can to create as many options to sort of cater for everyone if we can.
0: Yeah, as you said, very, very challenging in that aspect because, yeah, as you said, everyone's really different.
1: Do you guys use Vic Modern Cursive? Yes, yep, Yeah. Yep. Yep.
0: Okay. Yep. So, awesome. no, uh, everything speak. you do is. As I said, perfect for us. It works really well. And I think the great thing as well is during remote learning, as you were kind of talking about before, is I um, I know how much our preps loved. it. I think it was one of their highlights of the year is when you were mm-hmm. coming in and visiting classes as well. So I think you guys do a wonderful job about, in those challenging times, being, up, being able to put a big smile on the kids' faces when they got to see you jump into our class Zoom. It was just so oh. exciting. And they had all their great questions for you and everything. So just on That was a lot of, of fun. Yeah, and just on behalf of all the teachers, thank you for doing all that extra time and effort. It was our pleasure.
1: Yeah, well, you probably know that just before COVID hit, we brought a giant van to go and do incursions. So we were hoping to get out there and the restrictions are just so tight. We just can't come into schools. And so it was really kind of great that we could do those Zoom calls and just get to meet everyone. So thanks, Todd.
0: Yeah, well, fingers crossed. We can get the van out (laughs) soon and we'd (laughs) love to to have you, that's for sure. So, sticking to that same kind of question, do you enjoy the fame of uh, being in (laughs) classrooms and everything?
1: This question actually made me laugh out loud. I think we should use the word fame very loosely. Uh, It's like, you know, D, E grade celebrity kind of status there. But no, look, we're really lucky. Like, our fans, with the exception of the teachers, are all five years old. And so we're really lucky to have so many kids who enjoy what we do and that's really special building those relationships especially when we we do live shows and things but um like I kind of mentioned before we've got our Instagram community and our online community and the teacher community and our cub club community and because it is such a niche kind of group of people we feel like we've we've uh we're really lucky to have these loyal supporters who I feel like we're getting to know quite well and they're beginning to you know to trust what we do and like you said the, the lines of communication are open and so we are chatting with these people so I know I don't I don't think I'm not sure fame is the right word I mean I'll take it um but we are definitely very grateful for our very supportive community of teachers and students. I
0: I'd, I'd definitely take the fame yeah I think <laughs> but you're very famous as I said You're very famous in a lot of schools. So uh, definitely, I think it's very famous, that's for sure.
1: Todd, I was at a specialist like before Christmas and it's the only time it's ever happened to me. And it was like it was like a a ladies clinic, let's call it that. And someone came up to me, excuse me, are you Sarah? (laughs) I lost my Nana's like, I was like, yes, I am," And this never happens to me. I was like, so excited. So um, yeah, it doesn't happen very often, but yeah, I'll take it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, take it for sure. So why do you think singing and dancing in education is so important?
1: Look, this is something that we're really passionate about. And I could bang on about, you know, the cognitive skills they're gaining, the language skills, gross motor skills, fine motor skills, um, you know, uh, social skills, all of that, that that is included with music. But at the end of the day, I think it comes down to music is accessible for everyone. And... Yes, we've all got those kids in our grade who I don't like singing, I don't like dancing. But if we build that sort of love and awareness from such a young age, it is such an important tool and it is so useful. And I know that a lot of teachers, oh, oh no, no, I I no, I don't sing. I don't know, I don't dance, it's just embarrassing, which is fine, but everyone can do it. And so, like our we're kind of trying to make it easier for teachers to include music in their everyday curriculum. I mean, I mean, I don't know how old you are, Todd. I'm guessing, I reckon you're probably a bit younger than me. But remember at school when kid, when the teachers would actually sing things? Like I remember um, the months of the year on your knuckles and all these like poems and and cloudy days, don't stop the rays, like you know, all this stuff. It's kind of, it's, it's becoming a lost art. So we are trying to reinvigorate that a little bit because music is accessible for everyone and so, um yeah I I could talk for days about it we're very passionate about it but um yeah it's it's very very important.
0: Yeah I totally agree and I'm like I don't have a singing voice at all and the great thing about when I put your videos on is you can just always turn it up a little bit louder and I still sing along (laughs) but the kids can't hear my voice which is probably a great thing for them by always getting into your dance moves and all that kind of thing and you can see straight away as soon as you're on your songs or whatever it might be another song or anything you can see that the they just enjoy that movement factor and that singing along and also once you play that video a few times it it gets stuck in their head they they remember the pattern of the the songs and i've got some i know some of my preps when they start with the alphabet and we we play your videos and then they get it into their head and they it just they just start rolling it off um along the yeah. way so yeah that's I think so that's awesome a, to hear. yeah it's a, I think it's a really important thing that that singing and dancing aspect and at our school we also do a big concert at the end of the year and the kids just have a ball learning mm-hmm. the dance and and the singing part and, and getting into it and practicing it over and over and they want to really do a great job at the end of the year concert so I think yeah. singing and dancing is so important as you're saying
1: yeah and you know uh, those that community and working together there are so many like integrated and sort of incidental learning skills that you're getting from it as well. Also I refuse to believe that you can't sing. Um, <laughs> I think I think you'd be a bit of a showman personally but that's we'll just have to try that at a karaoke night one time or something.
0: Yeah, I might need a few lessons from you first Sarah, and then we can <laughs> give <it a> crack.
1: <laughs> oh, um so
0: what's your favorite part of your job that you're doing now? <sighs>
1: I tried to write a list today and it sounds so corny but it, it our job is so multifaceted and I really 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 enjoy every every bit of it like it is so fun uh, we get to we get to write music we get to create video we get to talk to teachers we're in, you know incorporating education with all our passions together I mean we are so lucky we get to work from home we've got two studios here we we are our own bosses um, It's just, I love my job. (laughs) And then I just, like, I know we haven't done it recently, but I mean, we've got a few gigs coming up, but meeting the kids after a show, it sounds so corny, I'm sorry, but meeting them after the show or seeing them in in the little mini mosh pit, like, singing along and doing the dance moves that you're doing or getting messages from teachers I get the most special messages in Instagram you know I, I can't give examples but like you know my my student who you know was really struggling with this concept or is nonverbal and then watched your videos like it's just it's it's amazing it, it's it I can't sorry can't answer the question because it's it's really great. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and that's, that's wonderful to hear and you, I can hear your passion and your excitement for the job that you do and you can see that in all the videos that you and Manny do and you can see, as I said, your passion and excitement and enjoyment and that just then comes into our classrooms and then when you do your gigs, you can you, um, I've seen some of the videos and it just looks like a great event. So you can see that yeah. it starts from you guys and then you bring that into our classrooms, which is just as exciting as well.
1: Yeah, it's pretty awesome.
0: So speaking of the classroom, do you miss not being in the classroom still in that aspect, even though you're in probably millions of classrooms.
1: (laughs) Millions. I like that number. Um, Look, I I do, I really miss it, especially with my sister going back this year in prep. And I was like, wow, I I do miss the kids. And you would know, you know, those times when you're teaching and I I used to do like, just go and sit on the floor and then they just like gather around you and you'd have this like conversation about, who knows what? Like I really miss that that those little chats and just spending every day with these awesome kids. Look, that said, I am going a bit of a wipe my brow after the pandemic hit. I mean, yeah, I did a year of online te- teaching, and that was really hard. And teachers have just been through the ringer. Like the profession is not what it used to be. It has pivoted sixty million times, and the amount of stresses and extra jobs uh, I I admire and. I am just so in awe of the way that teachers are coping in Australia at the moment. So, don't miss that bit. Um, and but yes, as far as the actual core core element of teaching and learning, I I do, and I miss the kids, and I miss my colleagues too. So
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. you might have to uh, try and sneak into your sister's classroom maybe a few times, Sarah.
1: <laughs> I might have to, yes. <laughs>
0: And uh, do you do you guys for this year, Pevan and Sarah, do you have any goals and aims that you want to achieve for 2022?
1: Look, Todd, I've got an exclusive for you. Are you ready? I, we haven't told anyone this. We have a new website coming. So I know, but I know when people talk about websites, it's actually not that very interesting, but for Manny and I, it's been on it. Like it's been our entire mental load for the last six months, but we have a new website coming because when we put Cub Club together, it was only ever meant to be a proof of concept. We didn't know if it was going to work. We didn't know if teachers were going to get on board. And now this, uh, this website that my lovely brother-in-law bootstrapped together for us really needs an upgrade. And we want to be the Netflix for teachers. So there is a new website coming. And look, the other thing, I guess, is just world domination. So they're the two things we really want to tick off this year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Love. Yeah. Exciting. Loving a little exclusive on the podcast there. But no, that's great. <laughs> there you go. Um, no, very excited. Can't wait to see that. We've, uh, we actually, well, we've got our annual membership that keeps going, but we had to uh, update our card. So we kind of signed up yesterday. So we're all good to go. Looking forward to it. We've got a new teacher in prep this year. So we signed oh, her cool. up as well uh, yesterday. So it's all, uh, we're all looking forward to that. So we look forward to seeing the oh, new excellent. website and uh, getting awesome. into using Pevin and Sarah every day uh,
1: next Fantastic. week.
0: Yeah, That's so cool. And just if anyone wants to check out Pevin and Sarah, uh what do they do to try and find out a bit more and everything like that
1: look i think if you're on socials it's a great place to go because we share lots of clips and lots of examples and lots of little tidbits of everything in cub club but if you wanted to check out cub club just go to our website pevinandsarah.com uh it's it's all there but yeah if you want a bit of a behind the scenes and see what we're actually doing probably check out our socials which is just at pevin and sarah
0: Yeah. And as, yeah, couldn't recommend that anymore. You get all the uh, little (laughs) updates from you guys on Instagram and Facebook all the time, which you can kind of see the videos, as you're saying, that are coming out. There's all the stuff that you're working on and that's where you put your suggestions and ideas out there for people to comment back and all that kind of thing. So uh, definitely recommend if you haven't yet, make sure you check it out and make sure you definitely sign up as well. That is for sure. Sarah, before we play a little bit of a game to kind of finish up uh, today, is there anything else you wanted to mention about Pevin and Sarah or anything like that?
1: I just wanted to say thanks for having me on your podcast. And what I wanted to say was actually thanks for creating this platform for teachers. Um, I think now more than ever uh, we need to advocate for teachers and their voices and what they have to say because the last two years has been, you know, Tricky. So I want to say thanks to you, Todd, for creating this platform for us to chat and vent and, you know, have a good time.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I've I've actually, as I said to you uh, before we started the podcast, I've thoroughly enjoyed getting to hear people's stories and ideas and all those kind of things. And I think every episode I've done, I've, I've taken something away and then being able to use that into my career. And I know a lot of people have sent some lovely messages after season one saying how much they enjoyed it and picked up some things that they can use into their classroom. So I'm just appreciative of all the uh, wonderful guests that come on. They're the ones that are under the pump. I've got the easy job just asking the questions. Uh, they're well, the you're ones doing a good
1: happens. job of that, Todd.
0: Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. So, no, uh, all my <laughs> guests do a wonderful job. So, I'm going to get into a little game here, Sarah. It's called Todd's Quick Questions. Happy to play. Yeah, again. I'm
1: regretting. I'm regretting not pre-preparing for this. So, <sighs> yes, if,
0: uh, for everyone that doesn't know, I said to Sarah if she'd <laughs> like to know these beforehand, and she said, "No, I'll be fine. It'll be all good."
1: <laughs> Famous last words. All right, hit me. Yeah. Let's go.
0: Awesome. So, Sarah, all you've got to do is pick between two things um, Mm -hmm. and whatever one kind of suits you. Um, If you want to add a little comment about it, feel free as well. All righty. So, if you had to choose between coffee and a cocktail, which one would you pick?
1: Oh, I don't like coffee at all. Like, yeah. So, it's a cocktail, even at eight in the morning. No, I don't drink cocktails at eight in the morning, but I do not drink coffee. Sorry.
0: No, that's (laughs) all right. There you go. There's not many people like teachers and in that profession area that don't have coffee so there you go I know
1: I just don't like it sorry (laughs) yeah
0: no that's all right so tea drinker I'm guessing
1: yeah yeah Yeah. lots of tea lots of tea
0: if you had to pick a colored pen are you picking between red blue or black
1: probably go with black if they're my options
0: Yep. yep excellent uh would you rather deal with a photocopier jam or the printer runs out of ink
1: oh I am an absolute pro at changing the toner, so yeah, I, th- I think I'll go with that one because you know the long bars that you have to go and peel the strip off. Absolute pro. So let's let's make the uh, the thingo the printer run out. That's me.
0: Yeah, there you go. There's not many people that pick that one, so good job. <laughs> uh, when you were when you were teaching, I'm sure you still use whiteboard markers now as well. Are you a mm. bullet tip or a chisel tip?
1: Huh. Chisel tip all the way. I started as a bullet tip. I was young and stupid but chisel tip what are you what do you use
0: yeah 100 percent chisel tip love it yeah
1: yeah
0: <laughs> i uh i couldn't live without them if i had a bullet tip my handwriting on the board is atrocious i agree, so, I agree. and as a left hander as well i think it helps. <gasps> ah helps. yes yeah.
1: yes good call
0: well, I think you'll like this one when you were teaching in the uh, in the prep area, Sarah. Uh, yes. would you rather tie wet shoelaces <laughs> or wipe a runny nose?
1: Uh probably a runny nose. <laughs> I think there's more, there's more success of you containing the fluids within the tissue, whereas you're tying those wet shoelaces and you are getting wee on your fingers. Yeah. <laughs>
0: love it okay if you could only choose between singing or dancing you can only have one of those being a talent for you what would you pick
1: i think i'd go with dancing Yep. Yep. yeah i think i i would i would give up singing yeah i'm getting worse as i get older i'm not that great let's just stick with dancing i can do that for the rest of my life i think
0: (laughs) excellent and if you had a choice here If you could pick between being Sarah or being Peven, which one would you pick? Would you still pick yourself?
1: Todd, I don't know. This is a tricky question because perhaps I'm already both. Have a think about that. But I think I would go with Sarah. I don't know how to be anything else.
0: (laughs) No, love it.
1: I mean, Pe- look, clearly Pevin is the cool one. He's the brains. Like, he's the hit rock star of the outfit. But I'll just stick with Sarah because I know how to do her. Yeah. Be her. You know what I mean?
0: Well, I'm hoping you do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, by now, I hope I've got it clocked. Yeah, for sure.
0: Excellent. Well, that is Todd's quick questions. You've done a great job there. Very honest as well. So I'll I'll give you Thank the you. win there. So congratulations. You've won the first uh, first episode for season two. So well done. There you go.
1: Thank you
0: so much. Where's my trophy? Uh, that is in the mail coming your way.
1: Wonderful.
0: Wonderful. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, and that is actually the end of the podcast. So Sarah, I just want to again say thank you so much for, for coming on. As I've said to you, you're a fan favourite for me. And then I know for Bridie and I know for many other teachers around Australia. So just thank you so much for coming on today, sharing your story. I learned heaps more about you. I feel like I know you quite well because, I as I said, I see you every day. But it was great to chat about your career and where it's got to now with Pevin and Sarah. Um, So just keep up the wonderful and amazing job that you guys are doing. And thank you so much for all the amazing content and resources that you guys keep producing. Um, Thanks, Todd.
1: I really appreciate that. And you and Bridie are rock stars and really appreciate all the support. Can always count on you too. So thank you so much. And thanks for letting me be on your podcast.
0: Absolute pleasure. So I'll see you later, Sarah.
1: See you, Todd.
0: And that is the end of episode one for season two. Thank you so much, Sarah, for coming on today and sharing her story about her teaching career and then also talking about her experience of starting Pevin and Sarah and getting that all up and going and creating amazing resources, videos to assist so many students and so many teachers around Australia. If you haven't checked out Pevin and Sarah, make sure you do. They are outstanding in what they do. But thank you so much, Sarah, again, for coming on for this episode. I look forward to you joining me again in two weeks' time for the second episode. See you later.